Welcome to the Impact Speaker Podcast. We're all about the speaking industry. We'll share how to create, position, and package your message as a professional speaker. You'll learn real world strategies that helps to get you booked and paid to speak and share your message. I'm your host, Errol Ross. Thrilled you're here, whether you are a beginner, intermediate or seasoned veteran, you'll find this podcast so valuable. We're going to dig into how we can get better, our message, our marketing materials, and definitely how we can get paid to share our message. Now be sure to hit subscribe, share our podcast link with a friend, truly helps the channel out. Thank you so much. Today we're talking about being a keynote speaker part two. If you missed part one, go back and check that out. Talked all about identifying your ideal audience and creating a follow-up or spin-off speech. Today it's all about one thing, framing yourself as a speaker. What does that mean? You know, if you were to ask me 15 years ago, what was I? I'd say a motivational speaker. And I'm not picking or teasing because I said the exact same thing. I hear it all the time now. You'll say motivational speaker, but veteran speakers, seasoned speakers, don't they say? They are a solutions speaker. In other words, they're always asking themselves, what problem am I solving? What problem am I solving? That's the question that makes the difference between a beginning speaker and a veteran speaker. What problem does your speech solve? Now, I'm not trying to say you can't be or shouldn't be motivational. You definitely should. I feel like my speech is motivational, but you can be motivational, but have a talk about leadership. Maybe it's about healthcare or patient experience, but it's motivational. Maybe it's about new employee orientation, but it's motivational. So nothing wrong with being inspiring, nothing wrong with being engaging or motivational, but be more specific. What problem is your speech solving? I was honored to be the keynote speaker for National Fidelity Title, and this is in the height of the pandemic. And when I talk about what problem are you solving, the problem they had was simple, buy-in, engagement. They had low employee engagement. And what they wanted me to do was bring the team together, let them know how much they were appreciated, that all the extra work and the extra hours because of COVID, that they were really appreciative. Now, you might think to yourself, well, why doesn't leadership tell them themselves? Look, you know what it's like. Sometimes it's just better to hear it from someone else. Maybe it resonates more from someone else. But bottom line is, the problem my speech was solving was engagement, was appreciation. So everything I spoke about was how much leadership appreciated them and how important they were to the organization and empowered them to do great things moving on into the new year. So that's one of the areas. Think about that and we'll go into more detail in your client meeting, but find out what problem can you solve? What specifically can you be of assistance and lean into that? I spoke for the company Bass Pro. You've probably heard of them. They are the ones with all the camping, fishing, hunting, great stores, a lot of fun in there. Well, the one I spoke at, they were having a big challenge with employee engagement as well. And I did a little research and found out some history. So if you go out that particular store in Hanover, Maryland, it's very large. And so they ask all of the employees to park beyond the blue line. So if you can get a visual of this, imagine the store, maybe 
a hundred yards out, started the blue line. So it's kind of, you know, far away. And so frontline employees would park beyond the blue line. But as they walked up towards the store, they recognized cars of some of the managers. Hey, that's Mike's car. That's Laura's truck. So in other words, leadership was not parking beyond the blue line. Does that make sense? So you can only imagine, what does that cause? Tension causes problems, causes negativity. So when I came in to do my keynote presentation and I was thinking of what problem am I solving? The problem was simple. Lead by example. Lead by example. So I spoke to the GM about my speech in advance and let him know what I'd found in my research. And part of the problem is that leaders weren't doing what they're asking their front line to do. Is it okay or appropriate that I kind of speak about that? I won't mention names. I'll mention more general topics. And he went, absolutely. So that's what I did. And it was amazing what happened. My mentor taught me others will watch you before they hear you. So if you're going to be a great leader, you have to do it too. Your front line's not going to respect you or buy in if they see you cutting corners or you not doing the right process or procedures. So that's an example of what problem are you solving? So go through your speech today and just notate what problem does your speech solve? Is it leadership? Maybe customer service, patient experience, project management? What problem are you solving? I was assisting a coaching member recently and her speech is all about abuse. She went through abuse as a child and now she's an advocate to get the word out to as many people as possible. Parents, law enforcement, teachers, even kids themselves on how to identify and advocate for abuse. That's the problem that she's solving. Go through yours. You must have a problem you're solving. Can it be motivational? Absolutely. Can it be engaging, even somewhat funny? Sure, but it must solve a problem. Now, before you go, I want to be a resource for you. And we talked about solving a problem, but what market will you solve that problem in? Think about it. When I was coming up, I knew about two markets, the youth market and corporate. That was it. But I've now since identified eight markets. Yeah, eight different markets you can speak in that will pay you for your message, pay you for your speech. So I put together a webinar, 30 minutes. It's actually like 28 minutes, but still, hey, close the door, take notes. The link is below, and I want you to go through that. I go through eight different markets that pay you to speak. I also talk about what speech topic works best with them and who you should reach out to to get hired. I can't tell you how important this is to understand. If I had this 15 years ago, it would have been so helpful. So I hope you enjoy it. It's free. So put your name and email in and watch the webinar. Thanks for hanging out today. Hope you learned something. See you next week.